This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, everybody. So we continue in Daf tonight's blood is Masech Chagiga Yud Gimel Amid Beis. We begin two lines in the bottom. Yud Gimel Amid Aleph. So we just said that Chananim and Chizkiah saved the Book of Ezekiel because there are many contradictions to the Torah, and he brought up. 300 barrels of wine, and he sat until he's able to reconcile all, of the, all the contradictions. There's a story about a kid. There's a story about a kid. He was reading in the house of his Rebbe the book of Yechezkel. He started trying to contemplate what means the, what, what does it mean, the Chashmal. You know, in modern Hebrew, Chashmal means... Electricity, but that has nothing to do with Chashmal and Sefer Yechezkel. We're going to see the Gemara is going to translate what Chashmal means in Sefer Yechezkel. V'yatsa ish me Chashmal, a fire uh, exited, emanated from the Chashmal, v'sarfasai, and it consumed him, it burnt him. Uvikshu lignoi Sefer Yechezkel, and they wanted to bury Yechezkel because it was dangerous. You could have little kids uh, investigating Yechezkel and it could bring harm. So Chanani Mechizkel saved the day. Amalhem Chanani Mechizkel, mzeh chacham. Hakol chachamim hein? Just because this one's a chacham, is everyone a chacham? <clears throat> Meaning, just because this little kid had some inkling what chashmal means, doesn't mean stam a kid who opens up Yechezkel is going to have any understanding at all. And Elamai, an adult, an adult will have the maturity to be able to uh, deal with, with the meaning and it won't be harmful. <clears throat> okay. My chashmal, what does chashmal mean? Amra Yehuda. Chashmal is a uh, compound word. Chayos eish memalois. The heavenly chayos that speak fire. Rashi says, eish yoyz from Fire emanates from their words. B'masni satan in a bray. So we learned, itim chashos itim memalois. There are times that they are silent and there are times that they speak. When do they, when are they silent? B'shosha adibar yoyz from piyakadosh bracha. When God um, speaks, chashos, they're silent in, in reverence of God. B'shosha, when God is not speaking, then they speak. So now we're going to Darshan, we're going to expand on the Pasuk in Yechezkel, Perak Aleph, Pasuk Yadad, Bahachayos, and the Chayos, these are the heavenly angels, we say, Vaifanim, Bahachayos, Hakoydash, Bahachayos, Ratsay, Vashayv, they run um, out and back, Kamari Habazak, like the appearance of Bazak. What does this mean? My rotsay v'shoiv, amrav yehuda ka'or, like fire hayoitzim ipiakivshan, that emanates from the mouth of the oven. Rashi says, rotsay v'shoiv, moitziyois roishon mitachas rakia, they stick out their heads. Remember we said on top of the seventh rakia, there's like this rakia fire. So they stick out their heads from under the rakia that stretched upward, we, upward, me rashayan, v'choiz roishon machnisois oisan, and they revert and they um, they're machnesit meaning they stick their head out and as soon as they sort of speak perceive God they duck back in the mehiros quickly like the running and the returning of a of a flame that emanates from a fire so like a fire that flickers it goes up and then it comes down so they 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 sort of come closer to God and then they retreat they come closer to God and then they retreat. <coughs> Rashi says, that they burn stones for lime. Bazak 
is a language of broken shards. Shahar Yoitse bein Evan Levin. The fire emanates between stone and stone. Okay, so then the Gemara continues. My Kamari Harbezek, Habazak, what does it mean like the appearance of Habazak? Like fire that emanates between shards of pottery. So now Rashi says, It is the manner of those who purify gold, linkoiv klicharis, to perforate earthenware kalim, the kavim, the kavim, and they turn it over on top of coals, shahazahav nason bahem, that the gold is placed in it, betach kesishash, kesishash hacharas, and within the crushing of the shars, shalavanim, algabicharas, and the fire that comes out through these holes are of different colors. So apparently there are two different mashalim here. One is like the fire that comes out of a kivshan. And what that's saying is in terms of it's going out and then coming back. So it's flickering like that fire. And also it's uh, the, the shades of color of this fire are multicolored. Okay. Va'era. Now Ezekiel says, I saw, Bihine ruach sa'ara, a stormy wind, ba' min hatzafen, coming from the north. Anon Gadol, a great cloud. The Eishem Mislakachis, and a flashing fire. V'noiga um, Saviv. Brilliant around it. Umitoicha ke'en ha-chashma umitoicha ish. And from within it, like a chashma within the fire. This is what the Navi Cheskel says, I saw... A storm wind coming from the north, from Bavel, a great uh, cloud, and a burning fire, brilliant around it, and within it is like a chashmal. So the Gemara wants to know, Lehechan Oza, where is this fire going? Says the Gemara, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rav, Shaholach Lichboy Shaskola Elam Kulay. It's going to conquer the whole world, Tachas Nebuchadnezzar Harasha, under the dominion of Nebuchadnezzar Harasha. In other words, this storm, fiery storm wind represented God's assistance of Nebuchadnezzar in conquering the world. This represented the Siata Deshmaya that Nebuchadnezzar was having in, in his conquest, in his world conquest, demonstrating that God was uh, assisting him. So this is where the fire was going. The fire was going to conquer the world for Nebuchadnezzar. V'chol kach lama. Why was God assisting Nebuchadnezzar so much? So that the nations of the world should not say, That God is delivering His children in the hands of a lowly nation. So God wanted to give power and dominion to Nebuchadnezzar. So when the Jews are ultimately conquered by Nebuchadnezzar, at least we're conquered by a prestigious nation and it doesn't look demeaning to us. Look at Toysus. Toysus, Tevei HaMaskal, Shaloyom Rabiat Uma Shvela Masar Azbanov, like the Gemara says in Gitin, that anyone who, it says, Hayut Sareha Laroish, the Gemara Darshans in Gitin, anyone who torments Klal Yisrael becomes leaders. Why? So, you know, this way, at least it's not embarrassing for us. It's bad enough we have to suffer the torture of the persecution. We don't want to also have to suffer the indignity of being ruled over by, uh, a nation which is uh, lowly. Okay, so, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
Mi garam li she'eya shamesh lo'evdei p'silem. What caused me that I should be in servitude to the Gentiles? What is causing me to be assisting the Gentiles that I'm, I'm servicing them? It's the sins of the Jewish people that I have no choice other than to assist their enemy. Otherwise, uh, it would be embarrassing for me. Haim garmoli. Okay, now we continue to expand on some of the Pesukim and Yichazka. The next Pasuk is Perak Aleph Pasuk Tesvav. Vo'era Azikil says, I saw hachayos v'hinei oifan echod ba'aretz eitzal hachayos. There was one oifan on the earth next to the chayos. Amar Rabbi Lazar, Malach Echad, there was one angel, Shehu Oimed Ba'aretz, who is standing on the ground. V'roishay Magia Itzel HaChayos. And his head reached the Chayos. Meaning the Chayos started off in the heavens. And the Oifan had his feet on the ground and he was their height. Now Rashi, I believe, says, when we say his feet were on the ground, it means the ground of the Shamayim. It doesn't mean he literally had a feet on the ground on the arets, but he, he started on a lower point and his head reached the same height as the chayos. B'masnisa Tana, in a b'risa we learned, who was this oifan? Sandalfoin Shemai. His name was the shoe angel. Hagavoya mechavera, he was taller than his friends, mahalach chamesh meyashana, 500 year distance. V'oimed achoyrei hamarkava, and he stood behind the chariot. And he would tie and weave crowns for his creator. And these, Taisa says, what were these crowns made out of? They're made out of the tefillahs of the tzaddikim. When we say, specifically when we say barchu, there's a concept when we say barchu, we make a kesar, prakadosh barchu. That's why you don't want to miss the barchu because you're diminishing from the crown of Hashem. So this crown is weaved by the malach sandalfein. Is this so? But the Pasuk says, Blessed is the honor of God from His place. Which indicates, we don't know exactly where God is, but wherever He is, He should be blessed from that place. From here we see that we don't really know what His place is. So, how could we say He stands behind the throne, the chariot, and He makes a crown for God? We don't know where God is. Says the Gemara, he doesn't know where God is either. The Amar Shem, he says a uh, name of God, Ataga over the crown, and the crown goes on its own and sits on God's head. He says the magic words, he says God's name, and magically, not magically, supernaturally, the crown is lifted and knows where to go. Amar Rava. So this is why when we say Kesar and Kedushan, Malachim Hamoni Malam Amcha Yisrael. Right. So, this Gemara, and also there's, an, there's another Medrash, is the basis for the Tefillah of Kesar. Now, Nusach Ashkenaz doesn't even say Kesar. But Nusach Svard does say Kesar. And the Medrash says like this. The Medrash says that there's a marshal to villagers who give the king three crowns. And the king says, I only have one head, so what am I going to do with the other crowns? So he takes the other two crowns and he puts them on the head of his children. So likewise, we give the malachim praise God and they make a crown for God and then God thereby crowns us. I think Hasidim have a minhag 
that by Musaf, I don't know when exactly, but they put on their stramal during the Musaf. And I think it has something to do with this, that somehow after we say Kesar, God gives us a Kesar. Okay. Um, now, we know there were two Nevi'im. There was Yeshaya. Yeshaya was the greatest of all the Nevi'im. He was just below Meshavino. Then, and then Yeshaya prophesied when the Temple stood. And Yechezkel prophesied uh, after, during the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. In Bavel, he lived during the, while the first place of stood, and as well as during the destruction. So, and they both prophesied about the chariot. They both saw the Merkava. But, Yechezkel described it much more vividly, and with much more detail, and Yeshaya uh, described it more condensed. So the Gemara says, Amarava, Koshro Yechezkel Ro Yeshaya. Whatever Yechezkel saw, Yeshaya saw. Lema Yechezkel Doima, what is Yechezkel like? Leben Kfar, to a villager. Shara Samelech, who sees the king. A villager doesn't know anything about royal protocol and pomp and ceremony, so when he sees the king in his, with his retinue and all of his glory, wow, this is unbelievable, I never saw anything like this. And he describes it in great detail. As opposed to someone who grows up in the palace, it's commonplace for him, and therefore it's not as exciting. So Yechezkel is like a villager who sings a king, sees a king. He's like uh, someone in the big city. He's always seeing the king, and therefore it wasn't as novel, and therefore he didn't. He wasn't as descriptive. said, What does the pasuk mean?" Oh, perfect start. Ready? Okay, um, two lines up from the wide lines. Amar Reish Lakish, What does the pasuk mean? Not that one. <laughs> I will sing to the Lord because He is exalted above the exalted. Which means, Shira, a song, to the one who is exalted above even the exalted. I imagine somebody says, uh, Where were you today? I didn't see you the whole day. So, what do you mean? You know who I am? I'm the king. What are you the king of? I have an ant farm in my backyard. And I have a thousand ants. And I'm the Melech al Kolhanimalim. Yeah? Melech al Kolhanimalim. Right? It's, he's a, he's a Groyser king. But he's nobody because he doesn't have Cheshavah subjects. So God is exalted above even the exalted. Meaning God is exalted even above the kings. Who are the kings? The Amar Mar? Melech Shebechayoy Sari. The Lion King. He's the king of the jungle. Our... Um, Melech Sheba Behemois Shar, the ox is the king of the animals. Melech Sheba Oifois Nesher, the eagle is the king of the birds. Now, we always translate, yeah, your Gimel Amebez, second wide line, the, we always translate Nesher as the uh, eagle. But many zoologists claim the Nesher is the highest flying bird, which is the Vulture. Okay. Or, yeah. Anyway. Um, and man is, is exalted above all of these animals. So you have the lion, you have the shar, you have the nesher, and you have man. And God is exalted above all of them. Actually, this is a, an introduction to the four faces on the chariot of God, on the, on the throne of God. You have Ari, you have Nashar, you have Ashar, and you have um, Adam, you have Yaakov. 
Okay. V'yakol ha'olam kuloi, God is exalted over that all of them and over the whole world. Okay. So now we have a shaila. Kasov echad oimer one pasuk says udemos pneim pnei adam. The image of their face was the face of a man. Pnei arye the face of a lion. El hayimin laarbatan on the right side of the four of them. Pnei sharme hasmal laarbatan and the face of an ox on the left side. So the first version in Yeshaya in excuse me Nicheskel is the images are. An Adam, an Aryeh, a Shar, and an Asher, Uksiv, and then later in, that's what it says in, Ye, in Yechezkel, Aleph Yud, and then in Parak Yud, ten Prakam later, it says, Udemus Peneim, the image of their face, Pnei Adam, excuse me, Uksiv, Arba Panim, Laechad. There were four, four faces on one. Pneo echad, pnei akrov, one was a cherub, pnei asheni, pnei adam, bashlishi, pnei arye, baravi, pnei nesher. So instead of a shar, there's a cherub. What happened to the throne? How did the ox become a kid? Right? In the first version, you had ari, you had nesher, you had shar, and you had adam, and now all of a sudden you have krov, Adam, Aryeh, Nesher. What happened to the Shar? V'ilu Shar like Hachashav. Amar Yishlakish. Yechezkel bikesh alav rachamim. Ezekiel requested mercy. V'hifku l'krov. And God changed the ox to a cherub. We once had a shira on this. A precious kisisa many years ago. Amar l'fanav ribbon yishlayom. Yechezkel said, God Almighty. Kategor yasa sanegar. The prosecutor will become the defender because we always need the, the throne of glory to be a defense for us. But if on the throne of glory there's an ox, what's the ox going to remind God of? So therefore, God switched it. Now what did God switch it to? He switched it to a kravya. Rashi says, We need your throne, your chariot to request mercy for us. So, my krov, Amarabiavo, Karavia, like a child. Shekane Babavel, currently Inuka Ravia. In Babylon, they call a child Aravia. Amarle, Rapapa Labaye, Rapapa Satabaye, Elameata. But now, Dechsev Pneha Echad Pneha Krov. It says, the face of one is the face of a cherub. Ufneha Sheni Pne Adam, Ashlishi Pne Ariavri Pne Esher. So what, there are two people on the, on the Kisei HaKavayit? A cherub and a person? Hainu Pnei Krov, Hainu Pnei Adam. It's the same thing. They're both human faces. Says the Gemara, no, Ape Ravri, Ape Zutri. One's a mature face and one is a young face. Now, the Chassam Seifer explains why was it changed to a cherub? Because we know that when somebody does tshuva, they're like a newborn person. They're like, they're starting fresh. So Hashem wanted to show that He completely eradicated the Chido Egel, and in its face, it's a, a child's face. It's like a katan shenoyla dummy. Some Seifer even points out that in the original version, first came Adam, and then came an Aryeh, and now in this version, first comes the child. Why first? Okay. 
Now, this is also um, a Gemara we spoke, we discussed many, many times. Cost of Echad Oimer, one Pasuk says, Sheish Kenafayim, Sheish Kenafayim Echad. Each uh, angel has six wings. You ever seen an angel? North Woodmere, they, you ever seen? Well, you have, right? No. No, you can't admit, right? You can't, yeah, I wouldn't do it on camera. Sheish Kenafayim, Sheish Kenafayim Echad. Six wings and six wings for each uh Angel, because of Echad Oimer, one pasuk says, "Ba'arba panam la'achas," four faces for one, "Ba'arba kenafayim la'achas lahem," and four wings. So it's a contradiction. Do, does the, do the angels have six wings, or the angels have four wings? Loikasha, there's no difficulty. Kam is man shveis mikdash kayam. Here we're talking about when the temple stood, the angels have six wings. Here is when the temple is no longer standing. It is as if the wings of the chayos were diminished. And the heads are still four faces? Yeah, the heads are the same, but the, the wings are diminished. Which ones were diminished? So before we continue, the Tikkun Zayar says that what, what is it written on the six wings of the angels? Baruch Shem Kvayd Machusay Le'Elam Va'er. Baruch Shem Kvayd Machusay Le'Elam Va'er. And which two are missing? The, so it's a machlekes. We're going to start by saying the kavod malchus. Because when the temple is not standing, God doesn't have honor to his, his sovereignty. That's why we daven in the Musaf on, Yom, on Shashugalim. We say, Avinu malkeinu, gale, reveal, kavod malchus ha'aleinu. Because it's kavod malchus which is gone. But others, that's the opinion of the Gra. And the Oyev Yisrael quotes, that's the opinion of the Noyim Ali Melech as well. But the Oyev Yisrael disagrees with his Rebbe, and he says, like you said, it's the Oylem Void, it's the eternity which is missing. And actually, we're going to see it's Machlaikas Amoraim. So the Gemara says, Haimi Nayu Imot, which ones are missing? Amarav Chananel, Amarav, Oysan Sha'imrois Shira Bahen, the ones that they sing Shira with. Because we know they, they cover their face with the top two, they cover their legs with the bottom two, and they sing Shira with the middle two. How do I know that? It says over here, with the middle two, they fly, and they sing shira. There's another passage, you will blink your eyes to it and it's no longer there. So we're going to draw an analogy between the words and hasa'if. And hasaf means to disappear, so we're going to say it's the middle two wings of the angels that disappear. And that's consistent with saying it's the kvayd malchusay that's missing. Those are the middle two words. However, v'rabonon amri, the rabbis say, oisan shemachasais behen ragleim. It's the one that they cover their feet with, which is consistent with li'oylam v'ad, right? Shenemar v'ragleim ragal yishara. Their leg is a straight leg, right? We know one of the reasons we stand on Yom Kippur a lot is to be like angels because they don't have any joints. They have one straight leg. Now, how do you know they have a straight leg if they cover their feet with the bottom two wings? It must be the, the bottom two wings are clipped. Vilav de imut, if those two wings were not diminished, mina have a yada, how would you know that their leg is straight? Sigmar says, what do you mean, how do you know? Duma de gloi, maybe they uncovered it one time and we saw. Diloi temach, because if we don't say that, Udumus it says their face is like the face of a man. How would you know what their face looks like if they have the top two wings covering their face? It must be because sometimes they uncover it, so maybe they sometimes uncover their feet also. 
So it's not a raya that it was clipped. Maybe they just uncovered their leg. must be was revealed and they saw it. Hachinami here also degloy v'chazilei was revealed and they saw it. Says Gemara Hachi Hashda like this now. Bishlama ape bishlama his face. Oyrach ara legluye kamei it would be daracheretz to uncover one's face before your rebbe. It's pretty normal for a person to sometimes uncover their face. Kare, but a person's legs, it would not be daracheretz to reveal before the rebbe, and therefore if we know that they have a straight leg, it must be because the bottom wings are clipped. Okay. One pasuk says, Elef alfin yisham shunei. A thousand thousands. How much is a thousand thousands? A thousand times a thousand. A million? A million. Serve him very by Rivavan and ten thousand, ten thousands. What's that? A hundred million? And a hundred million. Kadamayi, come and stand before him. So there is a finite number of angels. That's what it says in Daniel. And then if it says, and another person says, Hayesh Misbar Lugdudav, is there a number of his troops? So it's not a kasha. Kam is not based on English Kam, Kam is not based on English Kam. When the temple stands, his retinue is unlimited. When the basement is destroyed, it's finite. It's as if the heavenly retinue is diminished. Tanya, Rabbi Oimer, Mishim Abba Yoisi ben Dusai, we learned in the Rice, the Rebbe says the name of Abba Yosef ben Dusay, Elef Alfin, another way to um, reconcile this contradiction. Elef Alfin Yisham Shunei. A thousand thousand serve him, Misbar Gedud Echad. That's the number of one battalion. Ule Geduda, but in terms of his number of battalions, ain't misbar. Meaning that it's, there's a finite number of members of each battalion, but there's an infinite number of battalions. From Yirmiya Baraba Amar, Elef Alfin Yishamshune Lenahar Dinar. Really, there are unlimited number of malachim, but in terms of the angels of the Dinar River, which we'll have to explain more next time, it's a fiery river which somehow produces the Gehenim, there there's a finite number of angels. In fact, the Bir Halacha brings, when you take a hot shower of Shabbos, you should imagine that since Shabbos is like Olam Haba, the hot shower is like traveling through the hot river before you go to Olam Haba. Hopefully Gehenim should be as bad as a hot shower, you know? But, um, says the Gemara, Shanemar Nahar Dinar, Nagad, Nahar Dinar. Where is this Pasuk? And Daniel, that's the same Pasuk of Elif Alpha Nisham Shune. So Nahar Dinar Nagad, the Nahar Dinar flows, Venafak Min Kedamai, and comes out from before him. Elif Alpha Nisham Shune. Thousand thousand serve him, Viri by Rivan Kadamai, and ten thousand, ten thousand before him, Yukoman. Mehecha Nafik, where do they emanate from? Mizeyasan Shachayas, from the sweat of the Chayas. Ulahechan Shafik, and where are they poured? Amar Rav Zutra, Bartuvya, Amarav. They're poured out Roish Risham Begehenim, on the head of the wicked and Gehenim Shinemar. Hine Sarah Sashem Chema, the storm wind of Hashem is fury. A Chema Yatsa, fury goes out. The Sa'ar, 
and a storm mischoilel devolves our roish v'shoyim. The sar mischoilel, the storm rests. Our roish v'shoyim yachal, it will fall on the head of the wicked. And we'll see next time, God willing, who, which Risham, who exactly these, uh, these angels, these fiery angels of Nahardinar, who do they, uh, who do they go on? Okay, we'll hold it over here. Shkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.